Whoa, welcome to the Unqualified Sports Podcast, where me, an unqualified athlete, gives you qualified opinions. I'm Errol Munjek. Uh, again, welcome, man. I just wanted to kind of let y'all know we getting this thing going, this sports podcast. I can't wait. I look so much forward to it. Uh, just to kind of give y'all a briefing of what we're going to talk about today. Um, have some discussions about these NBA playoffs, the matchups, everything is going good. King James, LeBron James, 9 out of 10. Uh, he might win a championship. Okay, anyway, uh, then we're going to get into this NFL draft. We're going to get into Dez Bryant, man. man. We got some things to discuss, so we'll be right back. Okay, so let's start with Dez Bryant. As we all know, the Cowboys just cut him. And one of the reasons that we lead in the show, not only does the Cowboys, uh, as Stephen A. will put it, steals headlines. Uh, I'm a Cowboy fan, so we're going to talk about the Cowboys first any damn way. But that doesn't make a difference either here nor there. But they just cut Dez Bryant, our uh Franchise leader in receiving touchdowns. I think believe it's 76 or something like that, right? So they cut him. They didn't try to negotiate anything with him. Jerry Jones just basically called him in there for a brief meeting and just said, I holla. You know what I'm saying? And just moved on. Like, we don't need you no more. Which, as a Cowboys fan, with Dez on the field, I, you know, uh, I love the passion that Dez has. Um, but I did hear Anchor say this, uh, everything all good until you you know, with passion, as long as you're productive. But when your passion outweighs your pro- productivity, that then we, you know, that that's when it becomes a problem. So really and truly, he hasn't been pro- as productive. You know, some people say, well, it's, it's, connect- his, it's his connection with Dak. Uh, but that could be one thing. I mean, it's probably a lot more than just that. Um, you got to think they kind of change up the offense. They start running the ball more. Um, and really and truly, I mean, let's just be honest. He lost. A, he has lost a step. He's not. Um, he has went through so many injuries. So, you know, he's not as uh, agile as he was. He, he really doesn't have hands. He never really had like uh, Jerry Rice type hands or anybody hands. That was an elite receiver. He, you know, he's a 50-50 uh catcher you know he can go up and out athlete most people but now cornerbacks are becoming more and more athlete they, they're covering him better he 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 can't get the separation so you know things have changed for for Dez um but you know he's still a pretty good receiver um so you know you had some people comment on it like Troy Aikman who you know said it's you know it's gonna be a big void to fill which that's true we haven't really picked up an, a Dez Bryant style receiver but maybe maybe um less is uh less is more however the saying goes well basically we're getting rid of him maybe it's better for Dak to kind of learn with these uh the receivers that he has and maybe maybe Alan Hearns could step into a role of a Slight number one receiver. Who knows? Uh, hopefully, maybe in a draft we can pick up somebody. You know, I don't know exactly what what the route is uh, for that. But then you had Dak Prescott, who to me, um, he made comments like, 
you know, basically saying he, he really understands the type of business decision that was, and that's his brother and stuff like that. And, you know, he's saying all the right things, but he kind of sound like, well, now I know it's more important for me to produce and get better because if I don't, then they'll get rid of my ass too. So, uh, which he needs to understand that Jerry Jones has cut just about every great cowboy in his era. He's cut Emerson. <laughs> he's cut, uh, Troy Aikman even mentioned how he even got cut. It's just a business thing. Um, who else did he cut, man? He cut somebody else important. Uh, I can't think of who it is right now. Oh, he cut Tony Romo. Uh, hell, even after T.O. had his good seasons with the Cowboys, he cut him. He don't He don't care. He had cut your ass. He don't care at all. Um, but, you know, a lot of people speculating on Dez's future. And to me... You know, Dez talked a lot of trash, man. Yeah, you know, he pulled off in the Bentley wagon, which I never seen that before until then. And that thing is nice. I ain't gonna lie, that that, that Bentley SUV. I never, I ain't no Bentley made SUVs. I heard Bentley trucks, but I ain't know they actually meant the SUV. That thing clean, clean. And he looked happy pulling off in the Bentley. So I'm like, hey, I mean, he's straight. You know what I'm saying? But either way, you know, he talked that trash saying, he, you know, he gonna go to a team so he can see us twice a year. And so when you think about the New York Giants, they're not going to pick him up. They got an Odell already. And unless they're going to go for like a really cheap deal, they're not, they're not going to pick him up. They got a lot of things that they need to fix. Um, then you got Philadelphia who could use Dez, but will are they willing to spend money to get Dez? I don't think so. Then you got the Redskins. And the Redskins, they could use a uh, a good receiver, um, a good possession receiver, especially with Alex Smith because he's a start, sort of a possession quarterback. He doesn't like to necessarily uh, throw the ball downfield, so he doesn't necessarily need a, a receiver who a, a speed guy who can who could uh, open up the defense. You know, he wants somebody who who he ball to and they can just go and get it. But the, the problem with that is there isn't, isn't an outstanding route runner of anything like that. So that's something that hopefully he was working on to be better for our team. So maybe maybe that'll work. But me personally, uh, first off, I don't want to see him twice a year because I know how I know what he's trying to bring to the table. I'm not scared of him. Hell, nobody really at this point should be scared of him unless he has done some very uh, elite uh, skill training in the in the off season that's getting him to the point where he's gonna be uh, with the likes of Julio Jones and and with the likes of Antonio Brown and stuff like that. And since I don't think that's happening, um, I think that you know he should probably go somewhere with a better quarterback. Uh, personally, you know everybody, you know a few people have said it. The Patriots, what the Patriots do, they find these these talented players who kind of like probably got a little left in the tank and they probably could produce with Tom Brady. I mean, if he goes to the Patriots, who's going to, you can't double team him. You didn't have to double team him anyway, but you got to put your best cornerback or uh, whatever on one of the other players. So it's going to leave him in a lot of open situations. So that'll be a good one. They even had somewhere somebody said he should go to Green Bay. They just got rid of their best receiver. You know, so, well, one of their best receivers. I ain't going to say their best because I think O'Boy was uh, last year. Uh, I can't think his name. The dude with the, the weird little dreads and stuff in his head. I can't think his name, man. Hell of a receiver, though. Uh, 
But anyway, they got rid of Jordan Nelson. So they kind of need somebody on the opposite side of Randall Cobb and this other guy that I, I'm so mad at myself for not being able to know his name right now. But um, they need somebody on the other side of uh, on the other side of that. So um, and you got Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw you open. You know what I'm saying? Uh, even and this this something that I haven't heard people discuss but these people throw the ball her only one person discussing that was Jalen Rose. Shout out to Jalen Rose and, and uh Jacoby. Man, they they podcast the truth too. I listen to I, I do listen to their podcast a lot. But either way, uh he should probably go to Detroit Lions, man. Like they throw the ball. That's one thing. He's gonna get a lot of 50-50 opportunities because uh Matthew Stafford just gonna toss the damn ball in the air and hope that his receiver come down with it. So uh, those are some places that I think they should go. I mean, we don't know how that's gonna happen. I mean, honestly, as a as a him being now a former cowboy, I wish him the best. Um, I hope that he does well wherever he goes. I just hope he don't play us twice a year. Uh, but uh, salutes to you, Dez, man. Like you a forever cowboy, bro. And uh, hopefully they put you in down in the in our ring of honor somewhere because I think you produced enough to. At least be honored by the Cowboys, man. So, salute to you, man. Best of luck to you wherever you go. So, we're back. And my apologies. The Packers receiver's name is Devontae Adams. My bad, man. I really it just slipped my mind. But we don't get into this draft. So, you know, they're making this big deal like they do every year about all these quarterbacks and who's going to be great and who's the next Aaron Rodgers or who's the next Tom Brady or who's the next Peyton Manning or whatever. But to me, none of these dudes stand out. Like, the only one to me that stand it's two, two, two quarterbacks that stand out to me. Um, Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield. And what we have to understand is when we look at some of the best quarterbacks, when we look at the best quarterback playing football right now, the 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 most talented quarterback we see when we see who's playing football, and we most people gonna say Aaron Rodgers. Now you said you're gonna have the greatest of all time. You got Tom Brady, you know, hands down. You know, most people gonna say that hands down, Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. I got a whole another debate about that, but either way, you can't you can't knock the man accomplishments. He's the most accomplished quarterback of all time, period. But when you look at just pure talent, you look at Aaron Rodgers. One of the reasons you look at Aaron Rodgers the way you do is because Aaron Rodgers can move and throw the ball very accurately on the move. And if he needs to, he can run. Now, he's not the most athletic quarterback, but because his arm skill with the his mobility, we look at him as elite. So... I look at these two quarterbacks as those style of quarterbacks. They can both move. They can both, which uh, Lamar Jackson is a hell of a lot more athletic than any other quarterback in the draft that they're discussing. Um, But even with Baker Mayfield, he can move as well. And he can throw the ball on the move. And he he has pocket presence. So, you know, they they talk about Sam Darnold. They talk about Josh Rosen. they talk about Josh Allen. Like, they all good. We'll see what pie plays out. Maybe they have a Carson Wentz in the mix somewhere. Um, you know, maybe maybe one of those guys are good. I'm not particularly sure. I'm pretty sure, like, your Browns or somebody going to take 
going to take one of these guys or the Giants or somebody like that. But to me personally, I think you got to look at to what's the best players. And, you know, some people say, well, pick the best player available. I think you need to pick the best player available for the need that you have. Like, to me, the Giants need two things the Giants been lacking for the longest is uh, running back play and offensive line. They defense, they got their defense where they need the defense to be. But the offensive line is trash, which they help, they helping to put that, that line together. They only got one piece with uh, Nate Solder. But they, you know, they helping to put their line together, but they need a running back. Now, also, they, quote, unquote, need a quarterback to come behind Eli. But the thing is, next year, they're going to have four quarterbacks. That's going to be the, the quarterbacks of the future. And the year after that, they're going to have four quarterbacks. It's going to be the quarterbacks of the future. And the year after that, and the year after that, and the year after that. I personally think they need to take Saquon Barkley. Whoever gets Saquon Barkley, I think they might change their team around. Because he truly the like the best, probably the best player all around in the league. I mean, they comparing this man to like uh, your Le'Veon Bells or your Marshall Falks. And I mean, we both know how great of running backs these dudes were not just because they can run the ball because they they was basically receivers who could run the ball and like even though that has happened throughout the history of the nfl those players are some of the greatest players of all time because of their production value so i think you pick up a saquon barkley and he could block you know that's another thing i think if the giants do it they should get him all the browns i mean the browns just need to pick Every, they need help everywhere. The only place the Browns don't need help at is really their defensive one-stopping. So that means their defensive line is pretty good and their linebacking core is pretty good. Maybe they need help on the outside so they can possibly stop people. Um, but I don't think that's their ultimate necessity. I think their ultimate necessity, especially with Joe Thomas retiring, I think they need to get an offensive lineman. They saying they need to get a quarterback. I mean, I think one of the reasons that their quarterbacks didn't work is because they never protected them and they didn't coach up the quarterbacks that they had. They just really protected the quarterback, but they need quarterback play. They need offensive linemen. They need. They just need a whole, they just need to re, just reconstruct the whole goddamn team scene. Like, I don't know. The Browns just, they just in that position, but they got so many draft picks that they should win the draft. But then you got, you know, you got to think about like other players like, um, can't think of this guy's name. Uh, oh man, what's this guy's name, man? Defensive lineman, man. I'm, this is why this is the unqualified sports podcast because I'm unqualified at this. But this okay because even though I don't know this dude's name, I know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? And it's this defensive player. He got like two or three brothers in the league. I can't think of his last name. I think his last name is Beasley or something like that. Uh, something. I forget his last name. I'm mess- I'm killing this dude right now. But either way, uh, the defensive lineman from, I want to say, uh, I want to say North Carolina State. I want to say Washington State, one of them. But the dude, a beast. And they saying he like one of the top players uh, to come out or whatever. But to me, you know, I'm 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 a homer. I'm a homer with certain teams. So like I'm from Baton Rouge and I'm from Louisiana. So I'm a go I'm a I'd rather put out there, you know, some of the people from either my hometown or that played for the state school. So, you know, like Arden Key, he a defensive uh end. He might could make some make some noise in the uh NFL. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, he's real talented. You know, he he's similar to just about every other defensive lineman. Uh, he tall. He kind of reminds me of, like, uh, Javon Curse, like, with his speed and how he come off the edge. Uh, now, Javon Curse kind of kind of was like the – was like the guy at that time because nobody was seeing people like him. Tall, kind of slender guy, fast, had some power with him. Uh, with Key, he kind of the sim he kind of the same way, but you know the the league is getting more and more used to it. But I think he can make some noise in the league. And I mean, let you know we talked we talked talked about running backs earlier, but also man, you got to think about like Darius Geis, you know. There's guys can catch the ball out the backfield. He gonna fall. He probably gonna fall out the first round. Probably going the second or third round. Thinking he might even go later than that. Whoever gets this guy is gonna be a steal. It's gonna be a steal. So you know, like just to shout out my local talent because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, like I'm gonna want to watch them play because they played for LSU. You know what I'm saying? Just as a person that that grew up around the corner from LSU, I'm gonna want to watch them because. I want to see them succeed. And Darius Geis, he from Southside Baton Rouge. So I got to root for, for the South. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, it's it's in me. Like, I got to root for it. So, uh, you know, shout out to Darius Geis, man. I hope he uh, is very, very productive, whichever team he goes to. Uh, hopefully, he can get in a role where he can be impactful right away. Uh, where he won't be necessarily overused to create injuries for him, but where he's used uh, in a legitimate role, kind of like Alvin Kamara, you know, where he came, he kind of was the rookie that kind of came off the bench and kind of started at the same time, like with his amount of play. And I think Darius guys can be that player because he's fast. Uh, he's shifty. He has power. Uh, he can, he can catch the ball. You know, he can run between the tackles. Like this dude really could be something serious, man, but we're going to see how the draft plays out in a couple weeks. And hopefully, uh, I have a guess somebody that I could discuss this draft with, somebody that knows a little bit more about uh, football and these athletes than I do. Um, and, uh, you know, we can go from there, man. But uh, but shout out to, like I say, to uh, Key and uh, Geis. Uh, wish you guys success. Man, shout out Lamar Jackson too, man. He gonna surprise the world, I'm telling you. He gonna be the next Deshaun Watson. As long as he can stay healthy, Deshaun Watson gonna be something serious. Watch out for Lamar Jackson. Cam Newton started something. All these dudes about to change, about to change the game of uh, NFL quarterback play. Y'all check that out. I'm telling you, just watch. Okay, and that guy name was Bradley Chubb. Apologies again, man. I'm very forgetful of names. I'm. Be better prepared next time, I promise. Uh, but lastly, man, I want to get into these NBA playoffs. So if you anybody that knows me knows I'm a LeBron James fan. Huge LeBron James fan, been a LeBron James fan since he came out of high school and got signed with Cleveland and got drafted by Cleveland, signed with Cleveland, all that good stuff. Um, supported most of the decisions he made. Now, I will say this, I am a practical fan. I will go against him if I feel like he did something wrong. And I'm just a fan of basketball in general. Um, but whatever team he play on, that's my favorite team at that time. I'm that type of fan. I'm being go ahead and be honest. But I am I am a Pelicans fan. So speaking of the Pelicans, Pelicans got the dub last night in a real, real close game. They won 97-95. Uh, man, AD scored like 35, had four blocks. I mean, he balled out. Um, 
uh, Rondo had 17 assists. Uh, they kind of, you know, they played some good defense on uh, on on Lillard and uh, McCullum, uh, which I thought was going to be a, a the problem. I thought that was going to be the thing, and I always thinking like, well, you can put you can kind of put Rondo on Dane. He he older, but he you know he can, he has pretty good defense. You know he got long arms, he got big hands. He can he can kind of go. He can be a pesty defender. Uh, and you know people people I got, I got a lot of partners that like to you know uh, downgrade Drew Holiday, but Drew Holiday the truth man like Drew Holiday he be balling dog, especially defensively. And he a, he's a point guard, but he like six five six six. Like, so he a legit big point guard. So he can guard some of the best of them. And you put him on McCullum, he can harass him. He plays good defense. He got a couple key blocks in the game last night. Uh, you know, so shout out to Drew Holiday, man. Like, Drew Holiday, you know what Drew Holiday need to do? He need to get the old dog Braves back. Go back out there. That's when he really was balling. Like, he was he was on a killing spree. Like, you know, like, like somebody had said something to him about his mama. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you said about my mama? You know what I'm saying? Like he really went hard. Like he he played he played some good basketball when he had them old dog braids, uh, or them mystical braids. So hey, whatever you want to call them, but he had them old dogs. Uh, but uh, he balled out. You know what I'm saying? He really did. He he had a uh, he he really played well last night, especially even though he had a couple key turnovers. He did have some some clutch moments. Uh, he made up for his mistakes, and um, that's all you can ask for, especially in a road playoff game in the first round of playoffs, and that's AD's first playoff win, um, which AD could arguably be the second or the third best player in the league right now. So, um, you know, it was really good to see the the, the Pels get the dub, especially against uh, the the Blazers, who are re- a really hot team right now. Um you know, they end up being third in the West, which is, which who who would have guessed that would have happened, you know. Uh, and then you got two potential MVP candidates going up against each other. But I think the X factor is going to be uh, AD. I think that uh, it's hard to say uh, who they up against him. Now, you can kind of match up a, a little bit against not not bucket for bucket with CJ McCullough. And I mean let's CJ McCullough and Dame and Dame Lillard. Now let's let's just be honest. They not gonna have shooting like shoot nights like that every night. Like some nights they gonna come and they gonna ball out. But last night, you know, I don't know if they had jitters, I don't know what it was, but they didn't they didn't play as well. I as a as a, a fan of the Pelicans, I'm hoping that the Pelicans win this series. I think this game, uh gave them an advantage so if they could possibly win this next game which is probably unlikely i see game two probably going to the blazers but i think we can win this game in i mean win this series in seven um even on that floor hopefully we can win it in six so i'm, I'm actually picking the pals for this uh for this series um the next series was the wizards and the raptors now I got a lot of problems with a lot of the players in, in this series. And it's not to knock them. I think they are good basketball players. They clearly are uh, NBA talent. Um, first person I got to start with is Kyle Lowry. Now, they won this game. Now, the Raptors won this game. They played a good game. Kyle Lowry and, and DeMar DeRozan were basically nowhere in the first half. Kyle Lowry started making a push. It was like after he kind of got knocked down by your boy and they gave him that flagrant, it just changed the momentum of the game. 
But I think that Kyle Lowry, uh, personally, he he shrinks in the in the in the playoffs. Um, he's an All Star during the regular season, some kind of way, and then when he gets to the playoffs, he's a role player, or he's somebody who's only good when he's at home. He's not good on the road. The uh, Rosen, he at least puts up the effort. Um, I think he's probably, as far as style of play, he's probably the closest thing to Kobe Bryant uh, since Kobe Bryant. So I know that's probably a big statement, but I just watching him play when he's on, he's on. And when he picks his spots and his game is, it's a lot modeled after Kobe Bryant, you know, you know, people going to probably dispute that. I don't give a damn. If you watch DeMar DeRozan play, when he's not necessarily guarded by LeBron, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a LeBron fan, but it just seems like LeBron has his number defensively like that. So, but other than that, he, man, the dude, he basically almost unguardable. You know what I'm saying? But then I got a problem with the Wizards. Now, my problem with the Wizards is they play great for three quarters, and then in the fourth quarter, it's like they forgot what they did in the first three quarters to be in the position to win. So they end up folding in the fourth quarter. The Wizards have the potential to win this series and upset the number one seed, seeded Raptors. The problem is, are they going to play well in the fourth quarter? And to me, it's coming down to Scott Brooks. When you think about it, a lot of times Scott Brooks had victories that should have been won. And in the fourth quarter of games, they lost. When the Thunder, uh, when the Thunder, would play when he coached the Thunder. They had series that they should have won and that they lost, mainly because they didn't execute towards the end of games. So I think the Wizards can win this series, but I think the Raptors will prevail. Um, it's just just because I, I, I just personally think that uh, the Raptors coach is just going to outcoach <laughs> the coaching just better. Uh, it's just better because Scotty Brooks is just not, I don't think he's that good of a coach. And he doesn't put John Wall and Bradley Bill in position. Uh, and then it seemed like John Wall. I don't know, man. John Wall, he just got to get it together, man. Stephen A. been calling you out all year, bro. You, what you going to do, bro? You got to prove that you, you – know, y'all have a better uh, tandem than – because Kyle Lowry, he, he not all that in the playoffs. So y'all technically have a better tandem than uh, – than the Raptors, bro. So y'all got to do something about that. But moving on, man. Uh, watch Philly last night. Philly, basically, they had a massacre in Philly last night, man. Uh, they just destroyed them, bro. Like they destroyed these dudes last night, and I didn't think it was gonna be that way. Um, cause I'm not. I'm thinking that they gonna be able to figure out a way to guard. Uh, ben Simmons, but what they beat him by like 30 points, like, and Ben Simmons was like one rebound away from a triple double. Like, come on, man! Like, what's going on? Like, y'all, y'all could have did better than that. Hell, I can honestly, they beat him so bad, I forgot who the hell they even played. Uh, <laughs> like, God, they just beat him so bad. All the highlights was all about. The highlights was about Philly. They didn't have no highlights about the other team. Because who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, who cares about them? Like, who cares about the other team when you get beat by 30? You know what I'm saying? So, it was just, it was it was hard to watch. Uh, shout out to Ben Simmons. I, I'll be honest. 
I didn't think that they would uh would win, but they did. So I mean, I didn't th- I don't think I didn't think that they could win a series due to them being so young and uh and all that good stuff, but they actually won. And so honestly, after watching that last night, they played the Heat, matter of fact. Uh, after watching them play the Heat last night, I don't think D-Wade going to go out just going to get swept. I hope D-Wade don't get swept. I don't think D-Wade has ever been swept in a playoff series. I know my dog, She, would hate to see D-Wade get swept. Um, that would just be something for me to talk talk shit about to She and let him know how garbage D-Wade is to get swept um, by the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, then especially if Joel and B don't play half the games. So that'll be even why. But honestly, just to speak on one thing about uh, the Heat that I think they should do more, they need to go inside more with uh, with Whiteside. I watched him get open a couple times. They didn't throw him the ball. They went away from him. They could have slowed the game down and really probably could have beat these dudes, but they didn't. And plus Philadelphia, one thing that they not going to be able to do is shoot their lights out like that every night. They don't have shooters who that consistent. They at home. We'll see how that shit changes once they get once they move to the once they go to Miami and see how things go. Um, the Warriors, the Warriors and the Spurs. I don't think it's too much to say about this. Uh, they they just they busted ass, bro. Like they punished the Spurs, and that was that. Like uh, they punished them, like. Like Draymond say, blah, 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 You know, like, who cares? Like, they, they punished them. Pop, they couldn't do nothing. The Spurs just don't have enough offense at this moment. Um, unless Kawhi come back, which they saying it don't look like he going to play. You only got really LaMarcus Aldridge. They can compete. This is the perfect time for them to want to really be able to compete because Steph is out. But I still don't think they have enough people who can score. So, I don't see that. I see the Warriors finishing them. And maybe, maybe five. It might be a gentleman's sweep. I don't know. I don't see it going too far. I think Philly might. Hopefully, Philly don't, don't do D-Wade that because he was a cow for a little bit this year. So, I don't want to just see him get punished that bad. But they're going to need to do something, especially for Joel and B come back. And he might be back this week, this next game. So, uh, But as far as the rest of the series go, you got. The Cavs and the Pacers, the Thunder and the Jazz, the Rockets and the Wolves, and the Bucks and the Celtics. So the Bucks and the Celtics, I think the Celtics could actually beat the Bucks. The, the Bucks should be a damn should be a shame themselves if they get beat by the Celtics without Kyrie, without Gordon Haywood, with an old ass uh, Al Horford. Like I mean, it shouldn't happen that way, but it shouldn't happen that way. Giannis, Giannis and Middleton and 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 uh, Jabari Parker should be able to handle business, but they might get out coached because I, I think Brad Stevens is probably probably gonna be the coach that we look at as the next Popovich style, the next Phil Jackson. I think especially once he wins his first championship, which might be in the next three or four years, we might be talking about Brad Stevens as one of the best coaches in the league. Um, so I, I will say my prediction for this first game, Celtics at home, Celtics might win this first game, uh, but I see the Bucks winning. I mean, I see the Bucks maybe taking them to six. I think the Celtics might actually go to seven and they might actually win, uh, in seven. They just play so well together. And I mean, Jalen Brown, 
the rookie with the kind of crazy little sideburns, beard thing. I forget his name right now. He they pretty they all pretty good. Uh, I gotta I gotta work on my names, man. I, I I'm horrible with names, my God. Uh, but I think the, I think the Celtics uh I think the Celtics could hold up. Um, as far as the Rockets and the Wolves, I would rather see the I would rather have seen the Wolves play the the uh, the Warriors. Man, that would have been a hell of a series. All the Thunder playing them, but the Wolves playing the uh, the Rockets. I mean, they punished them all year. They swept them. Uh, the Rockets just swept them. The Wolves can compete with the team that they have. Jimmy Butler just got to stop taking long range two point shots. At the end of games, um, he can defend Harden. They, you know, Harden actually is a worse player when defended by Jimmy Butler, but they run a lot of pick and roll and pick and switch. So uh, it's going to be a tough task for the Rockets. I mean, for the Wolves to actually win games. I, they might go to six. The Rockets might beat them in six. I, I can see them taking a game or two. Uh, and it depends on, you know, with my uh, Bob Mute. He's kind of hurt right now, so that's another thing. So, I mean, it's just you never know. Right now, it it, it might affect them, but I think they're going to still take them out in, at most six games. I think the Rockets got that series. Uh, as far as the Thunder and the Jazz, now this going to be a hell of a series. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, who to most, uh, well, not to most, to a lot of people is the rookie of the year because he actually is a rookie. Um, I didn't even speak on it with with Ben Simmons, but by the rule, Ben Simmons is going to win it because of the rule. Uh, is he the rookie? Is he the better rookie? By the rule, yes. Uh, and he's probably going to be the better player, but by what the standard of what I believe a rookie is, I think Donovan Mitchell should probably get the award because no other rookie has really outshined him. Now, the rookie from the Celtics, uh, which I'm mad I, I just can't think of people goddamn names. Uh, but the rookie from the Celtics, he's been playing pretty good. Um, you know, you got other couple players playing pretty good, but uh, they just not not Donovan Mitchell. I think, you know, he's leading the team in scoring. Uh, I think he having like four or five assists or four, almost five uh, rebounds a game. So he playing, he playing pretty good uh, in his role. And he, he models his game after his one of his favorite players when he was in college and high school was Russell Westbrook. So he plays with an intense with tries to play with an intensity like Russell Westbrook. Uh, I personally think he's gonna be end up being a better shooter than Westbrook, but better player, maybe not. Uh but that's gonna be a hell of a matchup to watch. The Thunder should win this series, but the Jazz defensively are great. Um, but the Thunder talent wise are supposed to be great. Uh, and that's because people still give Melo the, I I was a superstar or he was a superstar treatment. So they still think he's supposed to be effective. You know, people are thinking that, oh, because Melo's in the playoffs, he's going to shine. I don't know how. I don't see it. But either way, I think the Thunder win this series. I think the Jazz could take him to seven, but I think the Thunder win this series to six. Uh, and I take the Thunder today in this uh, series. And also, like I said, I take the Rock. I didn't. I don't know if I said, but I'm gonna take the Rockets today. Now, the premier series for me is the Cavs and the Pacers. Uh, we all know King James don't lose in the first round of playoffs. He's not gonna lose that series. So that ought to tell you right there. 
who I'm picking to come out that series. The Cavs coming out that series, and honestly, the Cavs going to the finals. And let's just let's just be be just tell the truth. The Cavs going to the finals. The Pacers have a good team. They coach very well. Oh, the Depot has been playing pretty good. Um, you got uh, uh, I can't think of the, the the young center that they have. Him, he's been playing pretty well. And also, you got uh, your boy, man. Uh, Jefferson, I want to say his name. Al Jefferson. I didn't realize he played for them. And, you know, he that old guy. He got that old man's game. And he's pretty good. You know, he's a little past his prime. He's way past his prime, but he's pretty good. But as far as going up against the Cavs, I don't see them being able to compete efficiently and actually win and win that series. Now, they might be able to play hard against them, and they might be able to to maybe take them to five or six games. I really think that the Cavs going to change it up on them. And I, I don't see the Pacers. I see the Pacers maybe getting to five games. Maybe six. But the Pacers can't win this series. Uh, they might play tough and they might seem like they can. Miles Turner, they sent his name. Um, maybe they can. But uh, I don't see them beating... I don't see them beating the Cavs more than one time. I, honestly, uh, not because I just think because LeBron just 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 change up, just change up. And I mean, who gonna really stop them? Because once they go to the once they see the Sixers, but that's a that's a that's a conversation for another day. But just know that Ben Simmons' inability to shoot, inability to shoot, and inability to hit free throws is gonna be the reason why they don't. Make it to the uh, either the conference finals. They don't make it to the finals, and we're gonna see. I think Kevin Love gonna play a big role. I think once George Hill is, is completely healthy, he's gonna play a big role. Um, and I think some of these young guys gonna actually step up and play big roles in this uh, series, and because we're gonna need it. Um, so we're gonna see how this plays out, man. Oh, and forgive me again, man. The Celtics. Uh, Rookie Jason Tatum, he he been balling this this season too. So you know, uh, but those are my predictions for the season. We are gonna see how this plays out. Um, we got a few games today: Cavs, Pacers, Thunder's Jazz, Rockets, Wolves, and Bucks and Celtics. Um, let's go, Pels! I see y'all Tuesday, I believe again. Uh, next week, um, I'm working on having a guest speak a real real good friend of mine man um i'm gonna keep it a surprise so y'all stay tuned in to the unqualified sports podcast where you get unqualified athletes like myself giving you qualified opinions y'all be blessed